Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Queen and the King of Some Media. Mel's on the MIC, Shiny Scott, live on the Media Room 360 app, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, wherever you may be watching this at. We appreciate you for tuning in with us this morning. This morning on the on the fallout as we wake up from the fallout from Donald Trump getting impeached. Not once, but twice. The Democrats, the Democrats went ahead and said. And I do it again. <laughs> we gonna do it again. <laughs> but how you yeah, feeling this morning? Nancy Pelosi was pretty vigilant about getting this done this time. No doubt, no doubt. I feel them because somebody's got to be held accountable for this nonsense, man. All this craziness. Somebody got to be held accountable. I don't give a damn. A lot of people talking about well, we shouldn't be doing this to anger their base. They already mad. <laughs> they already mad. <laughs> so what more? What what more? Get it? Well, how much more angry they gonna get? They already tried to overthrow the damn government. Now they running around here crying. Uh, can't get on. Can't fly home. Stuck riding the bus. <laughs> All this other stuff. Whole Good week morning, later. <laughs> Good morning, Sherry. How you doing this morning? Shout out to everybody out there in AZ and everybody tuning in and rocking with us this morning. No doubt. Uh, but yeah, man, it's crazy, man. This this dude, this dude. How you win the election one time and get impeached twice? <laughs> well, according to him, he he, you know, won the election twice, and we stole it from him. No, we stole it from him. These people have no logic. Because let me explain this lie. Because you notice how people are always saying, "Well, they hated him so much. They hated him so much." Well, if they hated him so much, why the logic wouldn't connect that eighty million people who hated him so much wouldn't vote for him? <laughs> well, well, I should say vote for the other guy instead of your guy. <laughs> like, that, like, like that makes no sense to me. Do y'all hear y'allselves sometimes when y'all be talking to these Trump people? I, 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 they don't hear themselves. Their logic just doesn't connect. Make sense to me. So that's that's funny to me, you know. But at the same time, we got the breaking news this morning. This is a, a story that y'all really should pay no attention to because it's not going to go anywhere. One of the Republican House uh, members, a lady from Georgia, is now saying that she on. Day one of Joe Biden's presidency will bring about articles of impeachment for abuse of power to Joe Biden. How? <laughs> How? <What>? How? <laughs> How? So you're going to wait till... So this is how stupid they are. They're going to wait till after January 21st to try to bring about articles of impeachment, which won't get heard because the Democrats are in control of the House of Representatives. And they're probably going to be like, nah, we don't want to hear this. And you can expect this to be the nonsense, the petty nonsense that these people are going to do for the next couple of years in the Biden administration. This is going to be the nonsense because, again, you're no longer a Republican. You are a Trump publican, like uh, Action Jackson so eloquently put it on y'all show a couple of nights ago. Trump-lican. A Trumplican. You, you, the Republican Party in the United States is dead. You are a Trumplican. You either align with your fearless leader who's telling you to disinfect yourself and spray sunshine up your butthole. <laughs> now, how do you do that? <laughs> or, or be called a liberal, which I don't see no problem with. I don't mind. I don't care if you call me a liberal. I don't care because, you know. You don't care. I don't care. I don't care what you call me. Right. It's, it's weird to me that people worship Jesus Christ, a black Jesus that is the most liberal liberal ever in the history of world world history. But okay, let me move on. Y'all don't get into that this morning. <laughs> Wait a minute before we move on from that. Why don't you explain to everybody what it means if he's impeached? I mean, since he's impeached a second time. Well, now that he, now that now, 
Yeah. Well, now that he's impeached a second time, that means that he will, uh, depending on what happens with the Senate trial, uh, which won't happen until after the Biden uh, inauguration happens, uh, it will mean that he will no longer be able to run for federal office in any capacity. Uh, now, all that stuff you've been hearing about him losing benefits and all the other stuff, that's not true. He's going to lose a couple of those things, but not all of them. He still might get his lifetime salary of $200,000. He still might get his... Um, uh, his his secret security detail and all that other stuff. He's still gonna be able to keep all that, but but you gotta remember that impeachment does not mean removal. Okay, impeachment means it's just on the record this dude is trash. <laughs> this, the history showed that this dude is trash. Uh, that's the whole point of them doing this, so they know that he can be held accountable. Uh, now when he gets to the Senate trial, which is gonna happen probably after the Biden administration takes over, he won't be removed from office. There won't be no criminal things, but if he is convicted he will never be able to run for federal office again so uh, uh so let this be a reminder to everybody though maybe maybe president of the united states shouldn't be an entry-level job position <laughs> uh, you think? <laughs> all these people, everybody talking about uh, all the uh, the president ain't a politician. He, he ain't got no experience doing this. Well, don't you think that's a problem? Don't you think we need somebody, somebody with some government experience that knows what the hell they talking about? Y'all said the same thing about Barack Obama. What Obama did? He went and ran for Senate, got the Senate seat, and said, "I right, did. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough government experience for y'all. Now I can run for president." At least Obama had some government experience. Y'all just said, "The hell with this." Let's Let's put this joke in here entry let's level. Give him a try. Yeah, let's give him a shot. And now you see what's happening. So <laughs> and then that happens in corporate America too. Oh, you know, big time. World, big time. They hire people that have no experience just because, oh, we're just gonna try this new thing because this person um talks a really good game. Mm -hmm. They have a trash resume. Mm -hmm. Um then when they get on the job, they do nothing mm -hmm. but critique everybody else's work. And never get their work done. But for whatever reason, the heads of corporate love them so much. Oh, yeah. Allow them to keep a job. No doubt. No and doubt. And the big bucks, too. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. We've seen this a lot. Yeah, like I said, my time, I know for a fact my time in radio, I have worked under a whole bunch of incompetent ass white men in my lifetime. I say it just like that white men. Because <laughs> I, I, I see these guys and I'll be like, how did you get this job? Oh, that's right. <laughs> like, 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 yes, I, like, how did you get this job? Oh, that's right. Because you know a buddy of a buddy of a buddy and the buddy knows that you're trash, but the buddy is in a position where he needs to hire somebody and so he's giving you the job. I got you. <laughs> like, I got you. Oh, he can stay in control too. Absolutely, and absolutely, I could put somebody in my place, in that place that that I know I can keep an eye on and will do my bidding, uh, no matter what. And and trust right. me, that's I mean that's one of the reasons why our industry they screwed up as it is now, because I see a whole bunch of these dudes that's not forward thinking, they're reactionary. You know, they don't they don't think forward or think ahead of what they got going on. They just there existing. So, and I know a lot. I don't know the format they're working. Can could, could you imagine? Have Have we ever had? Have we ever had mm -hmm. a black person over a country station? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good thought right there. I don't know because I and know a whole bunch of because I know a whole bunch of white ones that's running hip hop and R and B stations. Yeah. R&B and it's like mm. you don't even understand they they're over it mm -hmm. but it's not even the lifestyle they live absolutely 
Absolutely. Like, I don't, if, if, if you are over it and you're, you know, not a black person, but this is your lifestyle, this is what you've been doing, mm-hmm. that makes sense to me. But, you know, just because you like some music, you know, I like pop music, but I don't necessarily live the, the lifestyle. Katy Perry lifestyle. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but I, I mean, I listen to it. Well, this goes to, to a story that's been trending on social media for the last couple of days uh, about Howard University. Howard University's, uh, uh, I think, student newspaper just hired a white person as their editor-in-chief at a HBCU. Like, th- like, this is a true story that just broke, like, over the last couple of days. And everybody's sitting there wondering, like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, this is what we be talking about in media. Like, like we always have, like, we... Like that's frustrating to me. How you gonna sit there and tell me what what I know about my culture? You don't know how many meetings I've been in. One of the first meetings I've been in in radio, and I'm gonna tell the truth because it needs to be told. It's um, I'll never forget one of the first meetings I had in radio. We're gonna have this big programming meeting about uh, uh, how we gonna do hip hop and R and B music on these radio stations. And I never forget when that that screen popped up and I see nothing but white faces. I say, now see, this is y'all problem right here. I got a whole bunch of white people about to sit here and tell me how to live black culture and that, and that is unacceptable <laughs> that is totally unacceptable I don't, I don't go over there and tell y'all how to I've never never seen a black person go over there and say well y'all need to be doing this on y'all stations and this this in y'all culture I don't see that I don't see that but it's always we always letting folks into our side of the fence but it's never reverse it's never reciprocal it's never letting us back in the in the in the, in the same office um how did they respond they respond well i can i've had that experience too as a uh black woman mm-hmm. over urban station in a meeting with all white men mm-hmm. that were um probably 45 and up mm-hmm. the demographic for my station was 25 54 black women mm-hmm. and they were trying to tell me how black women live and I'm like you, you do realize that I'm black right <laughs> and, and typically how they respond is they say well the research right shows. absolutely they go the research shows who did you research these faceless names go get 20 random people off the street right now we can run this same research and I promise you're going to get different answers mm-hmm. Then I mean, I would just say it's, you know, it's like the whole experience thing. Put somebody there that has the experience and knows what to do. Because in radio, we are, um, you know, we have to get these numbers called ratings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if we're not relatable to our audience and, and they, they can't relate, then we lose. Them. Right. We lose them completely. And usually that's what happens when we have somebody um, that's not part of that lifestyle Mm -hmm. and they have this great idea of trying to change it into what they are accustomed to because they think well because every morning they get up and have an avocado salad or that's what they have (laughs) for thanksgiving that okay well you know the people on the urban ac station should try avocado salad for thanksgiving no that's not gonna work (laughs) from your personal experience did they change anything after being told that being made aware of no they they don't change anything until the whole ship sinks. Yep. Then when the whole ship sinks and the ratings fall, then they come and they talk to you and say, "Well, what 
should we do? But while they're talking to you, asking you, what should we do? Mm-hmm. They are blaming you Absolutely. for the numbers going down. Absolutely. And it's like, no, y'all need to pull the report that I sent y'all. And I explained to you step by step what we needed to do. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes at that point, they still won't change it. I, I know for me personally, I, we can, I don't, I, I'll be transparent here. Um, Mel's has a position that I had back in 2013. Mm-hmm. He's the program director of this station. And everything that I told these people that we needed to do, they, they didn't want to do while I was there. Mm-hmm. Now, when I left, they started implementing everything, every playlist I gave them. You know, now they're even open to playing a certain type of music on the station. Mm-hmm. And I, and me, I, I, I'll say I'm always a forward thinker. I'm always trying to get ahead of the curve to figure out, okay, let's already be there so people can catch up. Oh, well, when people get there, you know, it's, it's there and we're not playing the catch up game because a lot of times with black media, we are behind. Yes. We, we don't move as fast on technology. Well, as other races. okay. Well, let me, no, I, I will. Uh, well, well, let me go ahead and re- rephrase that statement. You just made about black media. We are, we are the trendsetters and we always send the curve. We just don't never capitalize on the trend that we set. We, we lead the way like, 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 uh, like I disagree with that. I, I don't. Because, I, and, and because from working at a CHR station and, and a, a, a white-owned company mm-hmm. and a black-owned company because mm-hmm. I've worked for a black-owned media group mm-hmm. and other groups and a black-owned media group. The stuff that we got at Town Square, that don't happen over there till years later. Oh, no. no, uh, no and, I, and that's what I'm talking about. Well, I understand. Oh. Now, that I, now, that I do agree with on the corporate aspect, but I'm looking at it from the culture aspect as far as we, like I said, I'm starting to see all these 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 blog sites and these newspaper sites and uh, these web digital people starting to rewrite their headlines in the form of, uh, like, bossip. Like, I don't know if you yeah. see, like, you see starting that. To. Yeah, starting to. This is the corporate, but that's why I'm saying this is corporate take following black culture's lead but the problem is black culture as we are we don't capitalize on that on that we don't put that stuff online we don't we don't you know on the trends that we set like they say we don't we don't do like like they do like they immediately go out there and go run it but we got it. Right. But, but when we come back, but when we bring it to corporate about, hey, this is what we need to do in black culture, they'd be like, oh, well, I don't know. That's too, we don't know about that. And that's the part that I agree with you on. But as far as us is concerned, we just got to start saying, you know what, we got to capitalize on it. We got to start taking charge and saying, you know what, the hell with what these people talking about. Go do it. You know, because at the end of the day, they're going to follow our lead. We can't, we set the trends, they follow. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just, we don't. In black media. Well, I don't know. If you work for a black media group, mm-hmm. it ain't. Wait, say that again? I don't know if you work for a black media group, but they don't. The things that I was exposed, and I went back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I started out, my first company was a black media group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I went to a white owned media group. Mm-hmm. So my whole career, I was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right. And even I got resistance from both. But when it came to actually moving on the technology and staying up with time with the black media group, it is hard to do that mm-hmm. because they're, once they get comfortable with one thing, mm-hmm. it's like, no, we staying right here. We staying right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, technology wise, like the company that Town Square Media, if we present something to them that's new, fresh and innovating, 
on the digital side or yeah, they gonna run with it. Right. But Absolutely. You present that over there at that other ones, then it's 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 something different. I now that I agree with incarcerated dreams on uh, who's uh, checking in with us on Twitch. We uh, Twitch. We appreciate your family. Uh, the pro the problem is poorly run black companies. Now that I will agree with. That I will agree with. A lot of our companies uh, uh, don't aren't forward thinking. They aren't forward thinking on how we can how we can push this thing forward. They don't think on like like the beauty of what me and Shani have done. We've always like I said, the reason why I work with Shani is because we're both forward thinking. We was doing we was on this wave four, five, six years ago. We like knew twenty fourteen. We knew we knew six, five, six years ago that this this what you're watching right now on Facebook would be the wave or on Twitch or on YouTube, wherever you're watching it. We knew that that live talk chat and and on social media channels would be the wave and we started working on that wave six years ago now you can't even turn on facebook and see it without jokers seeing jokers live uh doing shows this is something that but that's what i was saying before we always are forward thinking those of us that are forward thinking in a lot of cases we don't have the means or or people don't or the people that are in positions to give us the look that we need don't have the they don't see the vision until it's too late it's too yeah. it's, it's too late it's, or it's too risky or they're too scared and i do agree with that statement though a lot of us is not a black media problem it's more about our companies that are black owned being behind on the curve like bt bt is a perfect example even though they're corporately owned by a white company yeah. they you know with bt like bt plus should have came out five six years ago like, like, like the fact that you got a, 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 a on-demand streaming service for black entertainment that should have been done however many years ago that they should have been first on that <laughs> but they but they waited until you got disney plus and now you got netflix now you got everybody else crowding the space up and now and because I'm, I'm not paying for big are you paying for bet plus have you have you heard of all these black owned streaming companies that they got they got a whole lot of them but a lot yeah, of people they, don't support they got them got one called medium room 362 there we go there we go that's free you don't have to pay to watch on media everything's free that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about now this is a and, I, and i'm and 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 um incarcerated dreams i'm trying to make sure i don't run a poorly black owned company that's right that's right <laughs> I'm, I'm doing everything i can to make sure so we take it baby steps here now you doing but now we we doing great man because like i said what we one of the things that we said that we was going to do was going to saturate the space we knew technology we we paid attention to technology and it was thanks mostly to what we saw when we worked for these corporate white companies these corporate white media companies we took a lot of the stuff that days that we saw that they was doing and and applied it to ourselves and that's what we need to be doing if you see if you're currently working for a company a big company Learn as much as you can from them on how they work their systems and then apply that to you. And that's why I keep telling folks about my career space. That's why I've advanced my career so well is because I've taken what these people have shown me and I'm adapting it to my own brand and using it for me, but also adapting and using our forward thinking process. Like you right. said, you always we always been forward thinking. You have to stay forward thinking. You have to be able to see the curve and watch the curve when it comes. So when it hits, you ain't you. You already moving on to the next one, cause that's what one thing we always did. We always once we once we saw the curve starting to hit and start getting saturated, we move on. We we off that y'all y'all late, <laughs> like yeah. which is one of 
that situation too. Make sure all the the, the emails that you are uh, too long, pointless, and read it. Read that whole Hold on, we having sound issues over there with you. I can't hear nothing. Really? Yeah, everything just I mumbled up just now. Oh well, I was what I was saying was make sure you read your your emails. Mm-hmm. Because there's information in there. there. It's things that you can learn. It might not make sense to you while you're sitting there reading it, but eventually it will. So don't look at it as, oh, they send us another email out. I ain't got time to read this. Right. Read it. Right. And then save them to your other email box because when you leave, you know, they're going to scrub all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go and get none of that old Go back and reference that. <laughs> All that old stuff. What are you worry about that old stuff for? Answers <laughs> um, some of that stuff. I gotta check with the big homie Eric T. Uh, uh, oh, my bad. Uh, waiting on our guest. What's uh, up, Eric T? How uh, you doing? Shout out to the big homie Eric T on the check in. Uh, uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, I'm gonna be getting distracted because I guess text texting me and all this other stuff, and we got a whole lot of stuff going on on the show this morning. And 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 I don't know how we got on this topic as far as media is concerned. I don't remember what we was talking. About. We was, I don't know how we got on this topic. <laughs> we just be rolling, man. Like I said, but it was a good conversation though because it's good to it's good to. But one thing that we've always been committed to is letting y'all get a peek behind the curtain. You know what I'm saying? Letting y'all get a peek behind the curtain on what what really goes on behind the scenes at these media companies because a lot of it y'all don't get to hear about, like y'all don't get to see it, and a lot of it. And our job is to get you to look and see what we're doing. That's their job. That's our job. Our job is to get you over here by any means necessary. And so you know that's why we we go all out with this show. We go all out with the audio podcast. And real quick, we got to clap it up for everybody listening to the audio podcast. Man, this is crazy. Yeah, shout out to everybody around the world. Man, our um, listeners over in Japan. Our listeners over in um, we got, what part of Germany? Man, we got Belgium, we got Germany, Belgium, we got uh, we got we did say Japan, right? Shout out to everybody in Japan. We said England, everybody in Japan, yeah. Shout out to everybody in England rocking with us, man. The pod been jumping off, man. I, I think over the last uh, twenty four hours, we've gotten over a thousand uh, uh, listens uh, on the Mel's on the MIC podcast channel with Shani and Mel's in the morning. So if you uh, if you got SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, any of the streaming services, tune in radio. We appreciate appreciate y'all uh for yeah incarcerated dreams we've been having this issue with these with these with my echo because somebody over there is deaf and they had their headphones turned all the way up <laughs> so when i talk it's coming back through the mic because he has his headphones up so loud i gotta be deaf though <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Look, look. This is this is decades of banging loud ass rap music in my headphones, in my ears. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm donezo. Ain't, ain't, that's nothing. I need I need I need maximum volume on everything that I touch. Uh, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the echo, y'all. We trying to work on that. <laughs> we gonna work those issues out. But thank you for pointing that out. We appreciate that, you. We appreciate y'all. When y'all let us know stuff like that, because it doesn't. Um, we don't know how it sounds because at the end, what we do is pull the audio. Uh-huh. If the audio comes out fine, then that's why we just keep rolling with it every day. Right, uh, right. Because he puts it in other uh, on other platforms as well. That's right. So, but thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate y'all yeah, feedback, we and we appreciate y'all so much. Like, like, you know, like we ought to do. Um, we ought to do a show um, about media where we open up and just you know let the audience ask questions kind of something like what would happen inside of clubhouse i i have i think i've been on clubhouse three times one was a plan 
well, the two of them were playing. One I did on how to get, how to participate in a TED talk, mm-hmm. and the other one was for. Um, I had a client that was on, and they were answering questions about the music industry. But maybe we ought to do that here. We should. We should. Still, it amazes me when I meet people, and they like, I want to be on the radio, and I'm thinking, this ain't the one you want. This, look, this ain't the one you want. No, papi, no. <laughs> I don't know this is the I mean, one you want. <laughs> I have to remember that I've been in it. I guess it's still exciting to other people, but I've seen it change three times. Mm. I went from analog to where we went from carts to CDs mm-hmm. to full digital. Right. So I've seen it change three times, and it ain't the same. Well, it, it really ain't the same because I got into the business with the hopes of being able to do a lot of stuff that y'all was doing back in the day when y'all was on radio. Like, like a lot of this, that's what excited me about the business. And, you know, and slowly but surely, we I, I got to say this about my career, we at least brought some of that energy back. Uh, some of that energy back. It's not all the way there yet, but some of the energy has come back to it. Uh, it just depends on the personality that you have. But this is also one of the reasons why Clubhouse is so successful right now is because uh something that we talked about earlier the rush everybody wants to be in something that's early and fresh and new you know what i'm saying and that's why everybody's jumping on it even though i see no benefit to clubhouse absolutely no benefit whatsoever say that again can you hear me yes okay at the beginning yeah at the beginning because it was a good platform to where you could present yourself uh, present some of the services that you may provide, you mm-hmm. know, and encourage people to go follow you in, in different spaces. But at at some point, it, it turned into a whole um, reality show. Yeah. And that's for me when I was like, okay, this what we on here talking about? All right. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's what I've seen. Like I said, I spent one day on it. Not not even a day, three hours on it. I downloaded the app, sat on, sat in a couple of rooms for a couple of hours for three hours, and then de- deleted the app because I seen where this was going. I seen it. If you're already not a social media influencer or a celebrity or a famous person, then you're probably going to start a room that's just chock full of mess and some BS. And plus, I don't need, I don't need to sit in a room and listen to people give me advice. I don't. I really don't. I really don't. I say, unless you cut, like, uh, I, I, matter of fact, big shout out to my man, Big V, out there at uh, 97.9 in the beat in Mississippi. We was talking about this the other day about Clubhouse, and he said, look, man, ain't none of them jokers on that cutting checks. Ain't none of them jokers on that uh, uh, trying to do real business. They just won't be heard. They just won't hear themselves talk. And when I said, and he was absolutely right because you go into a lot of these rooms now, and it's a whole bunch of just, yeah, 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 yeah. It might say, you know, we we talking about how we can make a billion dollars, and then you know, you get in the room, and it's a whole bunch of jokers just talking about random randomness, nothing involving the subject. So you know, that's why I got up off of it because, like I said, a lot of people are taking advantage of these folks due to fear of missing out. They just want to be involved in something so I don't want to miss out on the next big thing. That's not forward thinking. <laughs> okay? That's not forward thinking. All right? If you rushing to jump on, if you rushing to jump on something to be first, you're not forward thinking, okay? You're not. You're only you're 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 following the trends. You're following what everybody else is doing. Being forward thinking is to have the foresight to see where things are going and to act upon it immediately. Not sit down and wait to see what everybody else going to do. You act upon it. And and I promise you 
you'll blow up faster than you think because <laughs> that's what happened in our cases and a lot of the things that we've done we've blown up quicker than we thought uh just because we were forward thinking uh we we're not we're fearless in that regard. But you guys be sure to check out Brown Liquor Music this Saturday. That's right. Uh, Mel's to give you the stations that it's on. If if you've never had a Southern Soul experience, this is a good opportunity for you to learn what that is. Southern Soul is it's a genre of music. Um, you have your Johnny Taylors, um, Sir Charles Jones, Calvin Richardson, Jeter Jones, and um. Betty Wright, Millie Jackson, they were considered soul singers. And one of the movies that's out right now on Netflix, um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That's correct. She's considered the queen of blues music. She is considered the queen. And if you have a problem with Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Lil' Kim, Ma Rainey started it all. Because Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is about a black bottom <laughs> a black bottom <laughs> that's the wap for the 1900s or whenever that song came out yeah i mean that's what people tend to forget and that's why <clears throat> i got fascinated with southern soul and blues music especially as of late because we see a resurgence of it and this is also our culture this is this is this is if anything what started our culture as far as black music in america was was this kind this genre of music the southern soul and the blues sound uh uh it it, it originated and yes there was dirty lyrics all that that's us that's part of that's part of your legacy folks <laughs> that's part of any cussing in it well well, well the beauty well the beauty they told were the well the stories were told but it was also about the word play how can we get how can we how can we sneak this past you this messaging past you this was uh like i said uh not, not nowadays we know is just come out and say it just come out and say it but back in the day you had to play with them words you had to play with them words it's, it's cheaper to keep it's just it's, it's, uh, uh what was that uh millie especially a lot of those millie jackson records but also you could see the evolution of how we got from Millie Jackson to your Jasmine Sullivan. You can talk about yeah, because you know I would consider Jasmine's album a Southern Soul album. Like mm -hmm. I was listening to it again last night, and I know she's, you know, she falls under R and B. Mm -hmm. But listening to it, I'm like, this girl got so much soul. This album, and people are gonna sleep on this album. Well, they ain't sleep. Sleep on it. They're not sleep. It is a good body of work. I think the whole thing is maybe thirty-eight minutes or something like that. Mm -hmm. Listen, I, I enjoy. I enjoy so much. I listen to it at least twice a day. At least twice a day. It's, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, like, well, let's put it like this. This is our culture, and. Yeah, we may have classified it into into different genres, but at the end of the day, it started from this music, from Southern Soul and Blues music. It start this is our culture emanates from that because this is our culture, and I feel like, and the reason one of the reasons why I started Brown Liquor Music was so that we, as our culture, will have control of it. That's one of the reasons why I, uh, a black person has control of it. Because eh? you see what's happening in R&B and all these other genres of music. They're going to take it. They're going to repackage it and rewash it and sell it and sell it to anybody. You know what I'm saying? I was I jumped on this to say, you know what, let's package this and control it ourselves. That's what that's and that's what we need to start getting. All of us, even Shawnee with Media Room 360. We are black entrepreneurs that are trying to lock in and own our content and lock in and own our stuff and you can have it if you're willing to pay for it 
<laughs> but you're going to pay us yeah, for it. <laughs> but you're going to pay us for it. Uh, so, and that's why I think is this music is important. Uh, and like I said, throughout the South uh, region, Southern Soul music is blowing up. I see these shows every weekend. Y'all call it the Chitlin Circuit. Y'all forgot about our peoples down here in these little small towns. Y'all forgot about them. Y'all done moved on. And that's cool. I'm going to cater to them. <laughs> we going to cater to these folks. And that's the purpose of Brown Lincoln Music. It's music strictly for the grown folks. Every Saturday night, 6 to 9 p.m., 92.9 WTUG in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Also, uh, big shout out to WBOB Radio, online radio. They're going to be picking up the show this weekend. Uh, also, uh, coming soon to Tyler and other market near you, Lake Charles, whatever. It's coming to your market near you. Get at me. We're going to make this happen. And I, but big shout out to Jita Jones. He's going to be our first feature on the show this week. Yeah. Um, I wonder, are there any, I've, I've never seen, I guess the closest soul singer that I've seen that was non-black would be like Tita Marie and Adele. Oh, it's this girl named Yeba. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Have you heard of her? No, ma'am. Oh, wait, I'm going to pull up her song. Oh, Lord. This chick right here. Well, you also got the bonfire. Huh? You also got the bonfire. She's out right now. I don't know her. <laughs> this girl. Right this girl. That's out. Matter of fact, I'm a. I'm a show the one. I'm a. I'm a get. Okay, so she does this song with PJ Morton mm-hmm. called "How Deep Is Your Love." You know that's old, but mm-hmm. then she she performed in New York at this thing called. Um, so far and i can't remember what so far stands for Mm -hmm. but when we were doing our photo shoot the photographer was playing it and i was like who is that you know i'm turning around looking this stuff is old and i'm like how did i miss this girl and why haven't we seen um why haven't we seen more from her Mm -hmm. why 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 is she you know more than likely in marketing more than likely in marketing and they're trying to hide the fact that she's a white girl because that's Listen, what they don't need to hide that fact. Because this this girl can just sing. Well, I that's mean, and and I and this is something that I would say in our meetings too is that you know music doesn't have a color. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> it was dope. It's dope. But but again again music maybe that is true that music is music. But at the same time. We still get we don't get reciprocated the same way that these folks get reciprocated. We we don't we don't get the doors open for us and our music as we may open the doors for them, if that makes sense. We might let we'll let the bonfire we'll let the Bobby Caldwells and the you know because if you remember Bobby Caldwell if you look at his album covers he, they never showed a picture of Bobby Caldwell. That's why for twenty years half of Black America was thinking Bobby Caldwell wasn't white <laughs> because of the way they marketed him. Uh, but we but we see this a lot. We see this a lot in our culture. We let y'all in, but y'all don't want to let us into y'all stuff. <laughs> and we see that's changing. But one thing is we changing because one of the biggest country acts in the country right now is black. Brother named Kane, Kane Brown Are you listening to the song? Because we can't hear you You over there yeah, jamming But we can't hear I was trying to wait Till you slow down But this is Her part is about to come up now What is this? This is um, PJ Morton's Gumbo It's a live recording That he did That's Yeba Right there That's her And then You know He has everybody That's PJ Morton of course Uh huh This is a beautiful song Well Now listen to this girl I can't hear it. Hold on. Let me see if we can cut this up. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
You can't hear. I can hear now. I had to cut you up real loud. <laughs> but Sherry knows what you're talking about. Sherry says she's amazing, has a, and love her voice. That girl can sing, boy. That girl can sing. Who is that? She better go. That girl can sing. Look at that little girl. Get it, girl. Go ahead, go she ahead. made me forget about Adele for a minute. Go ahead, young Yebby. Oh, Yeba. Oh, Yeba. Or whatever you, you know. Yeba. Yeba. Her name is Yeba. Shout out to PJ yes, Martin, too, of course. Uh, uh, Sherry, uh, Sherry, Sherry says she loves her voice. She's amazing. Love her voice. She's heard of her. She is. I'm, and I'm trying to find, like, where is she at? She don't. She has nothing new. I only see that, How Deep Is Your Love, and then that song that she did at So Far. I'm trying uh, to tell and, you. And that song at So Far, I mean, I'm like, did she go through this? Because the way she sing that song, it's the song is uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a Jennifer Holiday, and I am telling you, because mm. basically she like listen. So you you messing with her, you ain't gonna leave me, not to be with her. You ain't gonna leave me, not to be with her. I mean, and I, you listen to the song, you almost wanna cry, cause she she puts so much. Oh my God! Soul and emotion into it. You think that that it really just happened? Like, did this just happen yesterday? And she's singing about this. Mm -hmm. ah. That's what music is. I think that's what a lot of these these singers are missing right now. The soul. They don't know how to add the soul to the song. They just sing the lyrics and get out the studio, and 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 carry on. Where's the soul at? What's the what's the what's the gut feelings? What 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 can I feel you when you singing this song? Can I feel you if you hitting these notes? I, I always tell people probably one of the most soulful songs I've ever heard was uh, Lauren Hill's "To Zion." Uh, if you remember that song. Mm -hmm. uh, that song. Now Lauren Hill, listen. Uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, my kids don't know what's going on when I put that on. <laughs> they don't know because I mean you feel that whole album but they you know they be sitting in the car you know they used to look at me in the back now they have their phones and stuff so they just go on and do their own little thing but baby the miseducation of Lauren Hill was X Factor your song Chicole oh my god was X Factor your song was god. X Factor the song for you for on miseducation Oh, X Factor, X Factor, the Lost Ones. Um, I still say Design. The when she when she starts singing, the way you can hear the 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 joy in her voice when you when you when you listen to Design. If you go listen back to that song when she starts going, my joy, my joy. I, you can hear the strain in her voice of of how joyful she is and how how she's how she's hitting every last fiber of her body. Like that's what like you can hear every every. I don't know how you describe that. You can hear that thing coming from the stomach. Like she's singing from the stomach. You can hear it. like when you hear those little intricacies that helps a song win. Like to me, I listen. Like I'm a nerd. I'm a music nerd. So I'm listening for intricacies. Like like little things that I'm listening to in a song that tells me that you, this song is real to you. And that that whole Miseducation album, there was moments like that all over that with, with Lauren. That's probably one of the the last top twenty soulful albums of the last thirty years. Yeah, so you got 
the X Factor. Um, I used to love him. Mm-hmm. Can't take my eyes off you. You said to Zion. Um, when it hurts so bad, yeah, nothing even matters. Tell him. I'm just like ah. Oh yes, tell him. Tell him was a great song as well. I love tell him. Yes. I love tell him. Tell tell him was again another another one of these uh uh just great great audio just just ah, just fantastic. That's the only way I can describe it. It's just fantastic. You can we're gonna start rolling out information so you can um submit your karaoke videos and you could possibly be chosen to be on the show this is just for fun so you know don't feel like oh i got to sing like whitney houston no just it's just for fun because y'all gonna get this work y'all gonna get this melodious overtones from mel's i don't give a damn y'all gonna get this work so we're gonna have some fun while we you know still going through this COVID 19 phase but in february we have the karaoke show coming for you and also before we get out of here um don't forget we got actions aids ride coming up in 2022 with um aids um aids life cycle you can check out their website their website at aidslifecycle.org action jackson is my co-host on the evening show in big bing's break room and for 20 years he's been riding bicycles in the name of research for hiv and aids and you know to possibly find a cure which i think they got it they just don't want to give to us but anyway (laughs) we're raising money for him um for his 2022 ride and we'll be at top golf on super bowl sunday from 12 to 3 p.m and we want you guys to come out and participate in Action Jackson's Super Swing Golf Tournament. Um, all you have to do is go to the website, actionsaidsride.com, for more information. Plus, you can get registered there. When you register to play in a bay, you're going to get three hours of, of golf playing time. Um, that's your food and bottomless fountain drinks and soda. If you want alcohol, you got to buy that on your own. We've also added online bingo oh, to the mix go. so uh, we'll have a couple of 50 50 pots going on so you can come donate some money and you could actually win some money too so we want you guys to come out confirm we do have some cowboy players confirmed to be captains of the bay so you can pick a player that you want to play with shout out to miss vita loca she is a um a bay captain um our sponsors are uh kevin kirksey apparel uh, we also have JP's Chip and Dip Salsa. And then TC Sneaker Lounge, Media Room 360. And there are more sponsors coming on the way. And you could be a sponsor, too. If you want to sponsor the event, that information is on the website. ActionsAidsRide.com. Go there, check it out. If you can't come out, then you know what you can do? You can also make a donation at ActionsAidsRide.com. And we hope to see you there. I'll be there. Mills will be there. Everybody going to be there. So yep. you should be there. Yep. We should be there. We all go. Well, we, I don't know should be there. We will be there. Ain't no should. We will be there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just tripping off some breaking news at this hour. Siegfried of Siegfried and Roy has passed away. We just got the breaking what? news at this hour. Uh, the 81-year-old magician passed away this morning at his home. Well, yesterday morning at his home in Las Vegas after a battle with pancreatic cancer. Uh, so Siegfried of Siegfried and Roy is dead. Now that means both Siegfried and Roy is dead uh, because oh, wow. Roy passed oh. away to uh, earlier 
uh, eight months ago. Uh, 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 Roy passed away eight months ago due to COVID-19 complications. Uh, he, oh. uh, he was 75 years old and he tested positive roughly a week prior to his death. So rest in peace to Siegfried and Roy. Uh, both uh, passed away. But uh, it's time for us to get up out of here. And don't forget, listen, Media Room 360 app. Download the app in your app store right now. And we will see you guys on Friday. It's the King and Queen of Some Media. Y'all be good.